There's a new fatigue that we're all suffering from. I'm too tired to listen. (laughs) Okay, we'll just lie down. (laughs) Just try. Uh And the secret supermarket dating code. There's more than just the pineapple, Nira. Even the pineapple. Dude, we're going to learn so much. It's too much. And we've also got a round of high school skills school. Oh, not again. Again. (laughs) Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. We got a round of high school skills school. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is real. When I wake up in the morning, A list of life skills they say we all should have learned in high school, which we probably didn't learn in high school. It's like basic life skills that we should have just known, so we just know how to fit in. We just know stuff by the time we left home. Yeah, okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. And now this list is coming out, and they're saying, okay, high schools, you got to get on this, or fine, whatever. Parents, see this list. Talk to your children. Teach them this stuff. So we went over a couple of them yesterday, and I feel like we're going to do these for a few more days, okay? Oh, boy. There's one more thing. School's in. School is in. High school skills school. (laughs) All right. How to split complicated bills at a restaurant. This is a life skill that they say we should have learned about in high school. Two words for you. Huh? I think it's one, actually. Huh? iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) I have a calculator on my phone. It's not just about a calculator. It's about the social structure around it, Holly. The social structure? already failed. (laughs) Social structure. Yes. It's the social structure. Like what? How to split a complicated bill at a restaurant. That doesn't mean math. That would just be then a math. You learned that in math, how to add and subtract. Mm-hmm. That's well, not the have. point. Yeah. It's about how to actually, when you're in a social situation and they're, you're, you're at a table, it's that whole thing. Well, do we split it in half? Did you remember going Dutch doesn't even mean splitting in half? Right. We learned that way later after yeah. high school. Yeah. I didn't know that. Whenever I used to go on dates, I'd be like, let's go Dutch. Dutch does not mean half and half, people. Let's blow your minds there for a second. Dutch means you pay for what you consumed and I pay for what I consumed. Get that. It doesn't mean half and half. Shout out to the Dutch. Right? <laughs> yeah. You but, pay for what you consumed and drank and ate. Yeah. Versus let's go Dutch. Let's split sees. Which, w- But there we go. Let's but if 50. you say let's split this, split then sees. you're going. Say it right. Oh, God. No, I'm not saying split sees. <laughs> but let's split it. That yeah. means half and half. These are the right. things that say we did not learn in high school. And also the social ramifications of it all. Mm. Like if you really, let's say you ordered a bottle of wine Mm -hmm. and your friend drank three glasses and you drank one glass. Mm -hmm. What are the social ramifications of then saying, well, I don't want to pay 50% because I only drank one glass, you drank Mm. three. Right. Is that okay with you? So you're telling me in high school you're supposed to learn like how to socially say that to a friend? Like to understand you drank more than me. No, or to understand the ramifications of that. Mm. Let's say you and I, we do go out for dinner. All right? Yeah. And everything seems about right. And then we get a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. But if I do guzzle that wine. Which, let's be honest. <laughs> it has happened. She will. If I have three quarters of it, would yeah. you still feel comfortable splitting the bottle of wine with me? Let's say if it was this, like, you know, I don't know, $75 bottle of wine, $80 know. bottle of wine. Are we on a date? <laughs> See? Again, right. skills. Okay, skills. Good question. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. 
Well, there's more than just the pineapple. You know about the pineapple and the grocery store thing? Yeah, I find it so strange. There's something about a pineapple and upside down outside your front doorstep is what I heard about. Yeah, there's the doorstep. But we need to talk about the secret grocery store dating code. So what does a pineapple mean when you're holding it at a grocery store? Which way are you holding it? Up or down? It has to be upside down, right? Doesn't have to be. Huh? This is all part of the secret grocery store dating code. The upside down pineapple is probably the most known. Okay. But there's more than the pineapple. Can you like just remind us again, what does it mean? You got to walk around a grocery store holding it upside down? Or yes. you just have it in your buggy upside down? Or you just take it to the till upside down? What is the rule? Okay. Holding or having an upside down pineapple either in your cart, in your buggy, or in your hand, upside down, is a sign that you have or are into or are exploring an open relationship. I think old school, it used to be like, you're a swinger. But that word is kind of out now. Yes. Okay. I still remember it being associated with the word swinger. Swinging. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like lifestyle or open relationships. Okay. Okay. That's an upside down pineapple. You're throwing it out there into the grocery store. People, hey, check it out. Me and my man. Sometimes you can be together at the grocery store holding an upside down pineapple. You're like, hey, we're looking for a third or whatever. Okay. Whatever you're into. Okay. That's the upside down pineapple. That's one everybody mostly knows. Not everybody. That's the most common. Okay. But the grocery store dating code, it's, it's more than I knew. And I'm learning. Okay. If you hold a pineapple right side up. Just that normal. means you're a woman looking for a man. That's it. What? Single. Woman looking for a man. If you're That's holding it. a pineapple? Up, facing up. Oh my gosh. Okay, go on. Get ready for the banana. Of course there's a banana in the, grocery, the secret grocery store dating code. If you put a banana, a single banana, facing up in your cart or in your basket, if it's facing up towards the ceiling, that means... You are single and you're looking for some action. Okay. You're ready to go. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. If you have a banana facing down in your cart, it means you are single, but you're not looking right now. So why am I even doing this? <laughs> I don't know. That one didn't make any sense to me either. I was like, okay, so just don't put the banana. Just move on. Just who I, cares? I always do find like getting one single banana always an awkward situation. Right? <laughs> I bet. I always like even. It's weird. Who buys one banana? No, I'd be like, okay, no, this chick is about, sending me signals. No, I'm thinking about my college days. Like when you're going in, you just needed a banana. Mm, were you single? Yeah. But that's what I mean. It always felt weird though to be like, hey, here's a banana. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did at you get hit on a lot when you had the banana? At the checkout, it always caused a, oh, just one banana? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Like, because it's a signal. Yes. Yeah, just one banana. Okay. Now, do you know about the peach? This one got me. The peach. The secret grocery store dating code. The peach is the peach. Okay, if you really want to flirt, you want to take a next level at the grocery store, what you do is you you pick the perfect peach. Then you find somebody hot. Okay. And you take the peach in front of them so they make sure you, they see you. And you put it in their cart. You put a peach in someone else's yeah. cart. Yeah. And that's a sign of like true flirting. Like, let's go. Like, is there a bathroom here? Like, let's all meet you there. Like, let's go. Okay. Find the perfect peach. Yeah. Put it in someone else's basket. Got it, girl. Because isn't the peach also yeah. a reference to the backside? Mm-hmm. So you're basically putting your butt in someone's cart. And what kind of hint would you be giving with that? I think it's pretty obvious, Nira. <laughs> Come on. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. I did it. I'm back on the wagon. The Stranger Things Wagon. I'm back, baby! 
did it. You I got did, back on the wagon? I got over the hump. Wow, that was a long hump. There was, no, no, like the, yes, it was a long stretch of the hump that threw me off. Yes. And uh, because there was so much hype about season four and how amazing it is, how scary it is, and how they went next level, I watched Stranger Things season one, okay? Yeah, yeah, when same. it first came out. Yep, same. Did Loved well. it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Then I started season two. And uh, I just, after the first episode, I just didn't have the interest and I left it. Okay. Oh my God. I think I made it through two and I was like, yeah, I'm a bit over this right now. I need a break. And that was my hump. Okay. That was my hump. And then after all these years to try and go back, I did all the work. I watched like massive recaps of season one. Mm -hmm. All right. And then I got through like past the third episode of uh, season two, third episode. Because mm-hmm. they do say season two is the slowest started win. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was in and I was in and I was mm. in good. And then I finished season two. I finished season three. I'm on wow. season four. Oh my God. I'm on season four. Wow. I did it. So you actually watched season two? Yeah. It's good. It's actually really good. I was hoping I could just skip right to season no. four. It's good. I need it, to know what's going on. You just needed to get past like that third episode. Okay. And then you're like, okay, okay. okay. There's just a couple of things that kind of like uh, set you off the beginning. And then so I, I remember it was really boring. Yeah. And season one ended so well. Yes. I don't even remember even how it ended now. Yeah, yeah. Got through the first three episodes that it was like, okay. Okay. Got back into the flow. All and right. then season three, I just zipped through. Was no it problem. good? I didn't even hear about season three. Yeah, season three is good. Okay. Yeah, it just zipped right through. I was like, ooh, okay. And so now, how many episodes are you in season four? Uh, I just finished episode one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And I don't want to rush through it because I hear it's so good yeah. that I really want to embrace and indulge. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like season through, I whip through it like homework. You've also done all this work now. So yeah. you absolutely are owed a chill season four. Yeah. Really enjoy it. Every moment. And you know how it, you already know how it ends. No. Oh. I didn't, no. Okay. I didn't look up anything. What? I just heard it's so good. Okay. And then what, you know the spoilers of season four? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. I don't want. I didn't want you to look at my face because I might give it away. Don't. All I know I'll is my face. season five <laughs> is the end. It's done. It's like season five is the ending. They're not going past season five. Okay. Okay. So I just know that what I'm on now is the second to last season, and it's so trippy watching these kids grow up because they mm-hmm. grow up. Mm-hmm. They're they change. They look yeah, different. Yeah, change. <laughs> okay, what? Yeah, kids change. Stop growing up. Stop. <laughs> what are you trying to say? To I'm me? just messing with you now. Okay. Or am I? Are you gonna come? Are you gonna join me on my wagon? I already know how it ends. No, you gotta watch the seasons. Oh God! Why do you know how it ends? You 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 looked at all the spoilers. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because it was it was like trending, and I was like, all right, let's see what this is about. And then I and then I then I read it. Then okay. I then I saw. So I have predictions, mm-hmm. but I don't want my predictions to be right. And I want to see my predictions out loud, but I don't want to spoil it for somebody else who's who's still like me and getting back on. You can't tell me. Don't don't tell me your predictions. Why? My face will give it away. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. A new reason to lie about when your birthday is. If you lie about when your birthday is, you could get a promotion. What? Nira, you scammer slash smart woman. I don't even know what I did, honestly. You Mm. 
and our big boss, 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 James, mm -hmm. have the same birthday. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and Nira's like, hey, James, for our birthday, you want to go for lunch? Okay, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Smart. It was Very way. smart. It was the other way around. James asked you for lunch? Yes. Uh, our boss, boss, big boss, boss? Yes, because Damn it. from the minute that he, you know, came to whatever our company, I don't even know how long ago that was, 15 years ago. A long time ago. We realized we're both Aries and we realized, oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're both um, on the same day, April 9th. That's our birthday. And then we found another person at the office who also has an April 9th birthday and a fourth. So then way back, way before COVID days, the four of us would go for lunch together. We were, oh my we were, God. We were called the April 9th birthday crew. Oh my God, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he would take us out for lunch. He paid? Well, yeah. He's I, the, oh. he, of course, he's the major boss. Of course. Wow. He's big boss James. And uh, and then things kind of got messed up with COVID. And last year we thought, should we get together? But we were still being safe because something went down again in March with the wave. And then I saw him yesterday because for International Women's Day, it was very sweet. They put out a bunch of like coffee and treats mm -hmm. for us to come down and have like, you know, a little International Women's Day celebration. And I saw James after a very long time, our big, big boss. And he's like, okay, let's do it this year. We're going to we're going to go out for our birthday. <sighs> And I said, cool, where would you like to go? Because we also live close by to each other. He also lives in South Surrey. My God. So I was like, do you want to do like a brunch style downtown? Or should we do like a lunch style in South Surrey? I am so <laughs> annoyed <laughs> slash jealous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Because you're getting like one-on-one -on -one time with the boss. It's cool. Hey, let's have some yes. mimosas. It's like fun, chill time. But yes. also you're smart. So I know you're going to be like, so work. Of course. Oh. And that's why I really hope, James, if you are listening, big, big, giant boss, James, uh, if you're listening, I really hope we go South Surrey because then I can definitely have some drinks. And then get William to what? Sign some contracts? <laughs> no. Damn you! I'm the one drinking! And now, Biz with Nira. The Oscars are this Sunday. Will they bring up the infamous slap at the Oscars from last year? Oh, wow. Uh huh. Wow. The oh wow moment that's today's top biz story. And they have an answer. They will. They will. Producers have confirmed. They think they need to. People will be expecting that. Mm -hmm. If they don't give it, then there's going to be more of an issue surrounding the, the fact that they didn't bring it up. I agree. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting this year. And they said it's going to happen pretty much at the beginning of the show in a comedic fashion. Can't wait. Okay. It's going to happen. How's he going to do it? What's he going to do? I don't know. But I mean, we love Jimmy Kimmel. He's going he's gonna to be smart about it. Oh, yeah. Word is also that Chris Rock was open to calling a truce with Will Smith, but... I got summertime ringing in my ear. <laughs> no, that's not the reason why. But he did not because he says, or the people from his camp say, Will never actually personally apologized to him for slapping. Chris was open for a call until the public apology was made. Oh, and then when that public apology was made, he's like, no, thank you. Yeah. And then the red table talk discussion started happening. Then he even went further into a no, thank you. Uh, and that's where now Chris Rock is like, no, no, yeah, thanks. it makes sense. It would feel like you're only doing this so that you look good. You yeah. don't actually care that you hurt me and yeah. you actually want to apologize. So this is the confusing part, because from Chris Rock's perspective, he believes that the public apology shouldn't have happened until 
the personal apology had happened. Mm -hmm. But when you are a figure such as Will Smith and you did do that in front of the world to see, in front of young children to see, I can understand why he also felt he owed an apology to the world for his behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah, but first to Chris Rock. Of course, first to Chris Rock. But if that person isn't giving you the platform yet and they're not ready and then everybody else is also like, Dude, are you not going to apologize for your behavior? But you know what? I can't remember Will Smith's public apology. Was it to everybody or was it to Chris Rock? It was to everybody as well. It was like... But it was both. Well, it was more so to the public and how he's going to work on himself and he realized what he did was wrong and those actions are not okay. Mm -hmm. Because he really did want to exemplify that if your children watch that, that is not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like his whole actions should have been calling Chris Rock first. Of course. But... He also owed it to the rest of the world. It was public. Yeah. It's public. It's not like it happened inside Will's house and we heard about it. Are you are you past it? Past what? Like Will Smith? The, are you are you okay with him again? Or are you ready to watch Men in Black 2, 3, 4, 5 again? There's something I want to tell you. What? You've never seen Men in Black? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I really a movie. I've never really been a Will Smith fan. Not a Will Smith fan? Never really have. Really? But I pretended a lot because... Even like be- Fresh Prince back in the day. I found him annoying. I love the sisters and the dad. Yeah. And I love Carlton. Mm. But it was not, like, I know, it's really hard. And and I don't know, did you ever hear me be like, uh, Will Smith, even any, on all these years? Hey, Will Smith. (laughs) A lot of people. Are they? Yes. 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 Mm. They were, he was known as like 4th of July blockbuster weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I find him Even bad boys? No, you liked Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that, I liked Martin Lawrence. Better. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. I'm just like, anyways. So that's why I was All like, right. hmm. okay. Anyway, speaking of the Oscars, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's nominated for Best Supporting Actress this year uh, for her role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, said something pretty hilarious. And the Oscar goes to... I mean, she really is hoping that's going to happen. But she confirmed that she declined an Oscar nominee's dinner. Okay, she's like, I didn't go. And this is her first nomination, and the girl didn't go. She's Why? Like, she's like, Ugh. she's like, they scheduled it for 7.30 p.m. <laughs> she's like, honestly, nothing good is happening with me or from me after 9 o'clock. Oh, wow. She's like, I declined the dinner. <laughs> she didn't even go to the Oscar nominee's dinner. And then she went on to go, by the way... Can we talk about concerts? She's like, why are concerts so late at night? She's like, can we start having concerts, like a matinee version that starts at like one o'clock in the afternoon? Oh like, that God. would be so much fun. Nira, this is your dream. I would love it. Because of the show we do, we have to wake up at a god-awful hour. I have totally turned into a day drinker. I love drinking during the day. Yeah, you do. You love getting lit at lunch right. and riding it out. If I could, yes. But then, you know, there's if you don't have to drive, right? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> Responsibly. Responsibly. I would love to go to a concert. She's like, can I go to Coldplay at one o'clock in the afternoon, please? <laughs> and we interview Coldplay. Yeah. I think they'd be down. Oh, they would. They yeah. tour with a physiotherapist. Yes, they're like, yes. our bodies are pretty sore now. No, and they're into health and wellness. Yes. They're super into health yeah. and wellness. So they're they like, would. You they'd know, love it. Get their fans home right? for a good sleep. I just want to give you a quick update about the House of Dragon season two. Word is that they will introduce five new dragons Ooh. for season two. Now, when they say five new dragons, I was trying to find the scoop. Do they actually mean dragons or five new dragons? 
as well, like in, human dragons. Yeah, as in House Family of Dragon. Dragon. Exactly. Oh. What's it gonna it's be? It's like they're teasing us so that right. they hope we watch. It was good. I liked it. I know you didn't follow through, but that's your issue. I gave up halfway through and I, I love Game of Thrones, but it was too No, it was good. It was good. Like, okay, there's incest and then there's House of Dragon incest where I was like, Okay, man, that's your uncle. Have you lost your mind? There was way more worse incest in Game of Thrones. No, no, no. They the were Lannisters brother and were sister. Fine. They were brother and Jamie sister. Jamie Lannister can do no wrong. They shared a placenta. <laughs> <laughs> they and, shared a womb. And a lot more. Actually, maybe they did have separate placentas. I don't know. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. <laughs> wow. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime. 94.5 virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Just learned a new term. Love learning. Actually, yeah. making me feeling a lot. It's making me feel a lot better about myself. Um... I went to the gym yesterday. I can <laughs> tell, dude. You look swole. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jacked up. And it's so funny. I'm doing my exercises. I'm working with a trainer because I have a really bad back, okay? So he's really good with body, body mechanics. So I, so I really know what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Strengthen the body. Strengthen that core. And my trainer says to me yesterday, he's like, hey, like, are you happy? Because you don't smile when you work out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm I'm in like mode, man. I'm in mode. I'm in gym mode. I'm trying to concentrate here. Because the workouts that my trainer gives me is a lot of mental work too, because it's a lot about body mechanics. Make sure this isn't leaning this way, make sure this is leaning that way, make sure because of whatever aligned. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And then um, our producer Scott was like, Yeah, I get the dude. I don't know what that even meant. Well, and I mean, like, now that I am getting to know you and I've known you for a while, you, if you, if you don't know you, I can relate to this feeling that you don't always seem happy. And he's talking you, about me, Nira. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Like, now I, think I we know. we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that yeah. you're, that you're happy, but right. you don't, you don't, see, you're very focused on your work and you don't, yes. you're yes. not always smiling. Yeah. You're intense. Yeah, focused. I'm a task focused person. She's constantly yelling at me. I'm trying to be a professional. Right. <laughs> Over here, I'm trying to be a professional. But and you I, are. But I laugh and smile a lot. Like, you guys get the best version of me <laughs> mm-hmm. in the mornings. You, you know, like, this is the best. Nira, I've known you for a really long time. Yes. I can see why your trainer said that. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Totally. 100%. Okay, okay well, shout but out to my trainer. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. I know what he wants. Like, hey, like, let's chit chat. And it's nope. Okay. Nope. Fine. Joey at Club 16 South Street. You got Holly and Scott on your side. But then, producer Darren, he taught me a new term. Tell us, Darren. Yeah, it's known as resting gym face. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, basically, when you're working out, you mm. might have a face because, you know, it's not that enjoyable working out. I don't find it enjoyable. Thank you. Uh, it's tough work. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know why you'd be smiling. No. And also, um, hello. I have, from my experience, when I smile, when I work out, mm-hmm. bros just add more weight. My female <laughs> trainers just add more weight. The trainers, all the trainers, they just right. add more weight. Because they're like, no, she's having fun. Yeah. So I've, I've stopped smiling because I'm cool. I'm cool with what's happening here. As soon as you start smiling, they're like, clearly it's not heavy enough. Wow. <laughs> that is, that's a good point. Yeah, I see that point. But also, you have very precious time in the day, Nira. Mm. So why don't you just enjoy it a little bit more? Smile. Do you smile, smile when you work out? 
It's not that deep. It's just lifting weights, bro. <laughs> Do you smile when you work out? Oh, I hate it. You don't ever smile in general either. Excuse me. <laughs> don't either. Rude. <laughs> it's true. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. There's a new fatigue, and we're all suffering from it. Can't wait. And I'm going to make you decide whether or not you have it, which is ironic, because the new fatigue is decision fatigue. People say they are exhausted for making decisions about everything all the time. Mm. Too many decisions. Okay, what? Decision fatigue is real. But just, you mean life in general? Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Nira, this is real. Decision I, fatigue. I know, but isn't it? more tiring to be on the fence sometimes be like oh decision fatigue is not being indecisive they're two very different things okay what's decision fatigue then? decision fatigue is a is mental exhaustion that someone experiences after making a lot of decisions and the more decisions you make the harder it becomes to make more decisions Mm -hmm. and decision fatigue ends one of two ways if you have decision fatigue by the end of it, you either just give up and you're like, forget it. I'm not, I don't know. I just forget. I don't care. Whatever. Or you start making really dumb choices. Bad. Not smart decisions because you're exhausted. Okay. Decision fatigue. Are you speaking more along the lines of people who, let's say, for example, are bosses? No. I'm managers, saying like humans. Every hu- You. Every human. Anybody. Well, we got, that's just called adulting. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to figure out the difference. You got to adult or there's, like I said, then there's people who are really, their main focus for work, 40 hours a week, is to make decisions. I could see why they start to get fatigued right. from making decisions. Yep. But as an adult, that's what you got to do. You got to make decisions constantly. What are we having for dinner tonight? Is that stressing you out? Yes. yes. Did you know that like 80% yes. of people don't know what they're having for dinner at 4 p.m.? Well, yeah, because we're done by then. We're done making decisions. <laughs> okay. And you know the best time to make a decision? A big, big decision? Like what time of day? Yeah. Um, I would, like, is there a specific, exact specific time? No. Morning? Yes. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like even last night, like I need a new like drying rack for my clothes, like my hang to dry. Dang, girl. Oh, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like online last night mm-hmm. and my brain all of a sudden went, I can't make this decision right now. I'm going to have to wait till the morning. That's good because at nighttime is the very worst time to make a decision. They say it's when you're completely like compulsive and yes. you're just like irrational and yes. you're just like, fine. That's how I became the victim to the shopping channel a few nights ago. Remember? Mm, yes, the like, cream. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it was like their show buster or stop the sh- stop, like show showstopper. showstopper. And I was in this yeah. decision making mode because I only yeah. had, you know, there was only four minutes left to make the decision. Mm-hmm. And I just did it. Because it was late at night, my brain was tired of making decisions all day. Then I just went, fine, yeah, sure, let's do it. See? Yeah. And you're like, fati- uh, fati- decision fatigue is not real. I never said you that. You experienced it. I didn't say it's not you real. You have it. I said, unfortunately, it's part of adulting. I what know. else can we do? No, excuse me, buying cream off the shopping network <laughs> is not part of adulting. <laughs> Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. Love Snoop Dogg. We want you to win these Beat the Street tickets. Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, all happening Friday, July 7th, Rogers Arena, the high school reunion tour. It's going to be so much fun. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.ca. Put a reminder in your phone. 
in case you're a little forgetful. Oh yeah, this joke. Uh. She's been running with it all week, everyone. And you know, she'll be making it again tomorrow morning. I'm predicting it right now. Maybe I forgot that I made yeah, it. I don't think, okay, here we go. See, it's not ending. All right, here we go. Okay. Caller number 25. <laughs> is this Janine? from Vancouver. Yeah, girl. All right, Janine. What it do, baby boo? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, Janine. Okay, okay. We are going to play Holly near Snoop Loop. We're going to play a loop of a well-known Snoop song. Tell us what the song is. These Beat the Street tickets are all yours, okay? Okay, take a listen. You look at me and I look at you. I'm reaching for your shirt. What you want me to do? You look at me and I look at you. I'm reaching for your shirt. What you want me to do? You look at me. All right, Janine. What song is that? Button. Oh, yeah. Correct. (laughs) I'm telling you to loosen up my buttons, babe, Ben. (laughs) Oh, Janine, we are so jealous. You are going Rogers Arena Friday, July 7th. Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G. The high school reunion tour is going to be so much fun. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. We got one final pair of tickets Beat the street. Beat the street. Beat the street. Beat the street. I almost forgot. I'm looping it. See? Beat the street. Beat the street. Beat the street. street. Tomorrow morning, 830. (laughs) 830. 830. Play Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop again tomorrow morning at 830. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Hey, do you have a tight tipper in your life? A tight tipper? Yeah, we have one. We have a tight tipper right amongst us in our vicinity. No. Self-proclaimed. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It oh, yes. Like has to do with tipping. For sure. it want to a tight tipper. Self-proclamation by our very own producer, Darren. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting way to describe me, yeah. But I, I watch <laughs> my tips a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I really think about them. And he himself the other day said, I am a... Tight tipper, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Own it, he says it with such shame. Now that the I mics are on, you got to yeah. own what you what you said to me the other day. Yeah, because you were proud. Yeah, with your disclaimer. Go ahead, say it. Yes, but I... Okay, I'm a, I'm a typical... I'm a stereotypical European type tipper. Come over here. Moved here almost two years ago. And I struggle with the tipping system. And I, I get confused. And yeah, I guess I'm a tight tipper. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're from Ireland. Yeah. You don't tip in no, Ireland? No, not like, no, basically never. Maybe something like it was like a euro left. Might be <laughs> like, okay, you can keep the change. But the service would have to be amazing. Oh, right. see? And my girlfriends who are from London and some of my family who is from London, when they, they've come over, whether they're visiting or whether they're staying, they're like, what? is this? My girlfriend, who's now been living here for 20 years, Darren, 20 years, still gets so annoyed by the tipping system. And she's been here 20 years and she's like, I don't understand what this is and why we're doing this. So why don't they tip in Europe? Well, they would say, uh, because we pay people enough to do a good job. Okay. Um, And by the way, I'm not saying that that is enough because I bartended for years to make my way through college and it wasn't enough to make a living really. But, um, people there would say oh well we just pay our staff enough Mm. so they can live without putting the pressure on people to tip Mm. yeah it's a European thing yeah Mm. so I get I get confused like the first time I got a haircut here you know I I was given the price I was like oh that's the price I didn't tip right I didn't know there was a tip but apparently that was a really bad thing to do yeah you got to tip with everything it's ridiculous everything is about (laughs) tipping you're like can I get a large coffee they're like sure and then they spin that little thing around to you you're like really yeah yeah oh I'm supposed to tip you? Yes, I know. <laughs> it's it's quite a 
where did this even begin and how did it get so out of hand? It, and it is also very much, I guess, social pressure. Now, oh, you're judged on your tipping. For sure. Now yeah. that, sure. you know, you are here in Canada and you are a tight tipper, <laughs> how do you feel in situations where you are not by yourself? Not good. And yeah, there is a pressure. Um, and sometimes you have to swallow your pride a little bit if the service isn't good. Yeah. And uh, you're with someone, uh, you might, you know, let's say tip 18% just to look generous. Or because the issue as well is if, let's say I'm on, on a date yeah. and the machine comes to me and the minimum is 18%. Yeah. yeah. Get, so then yeah. you got to press three and yeah. then you got to start entering numbers. And it's yeah. Yeah. the pressure is too much sometimes. Yeah. They make it so awkward for you yeah. to even change the percentage because they now are very intelligent. Uh, and they start with 18%, like yes. you said. If they start with 18, then the next one is 20, and then it goes 22. And they're like, if you want another option, then yeah. press this button. Then you press that button. Then they're like, do you want a dollar amount or do you want a percentage amount? Oh, then you're, by that point, you're already confused. Yeah. You're already flustered. I don't know if you guys remember, we all went out for breakfast a couple of months ago as a team. So there was mm -hmm. four of us who went out for breakfast. Holly and I decided to split the bill um, for everyone. We're like, we'll get this. We'll get this. We split the bill. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have that pre-conversation either of splitting the bill, like how much tip are we putting yeah. down? So afterwards, have you ever played the roulette game when you're splitting the bill with someone and be like, what'd you put? No, what'd you put? Yeah. Did you make me look bad or did I make you look bad? Yeah. Or who looks better in this situation when yeah. you're splitting a bill as well? Same situation comes up. Splitting a bill, who's putting in more tip? And the server hovers now too. Yes, like hover. back in the day, they would take your credit card, go and bring it back and you could sign and yeah. they would go away. Now they're yes. like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Hurry up. You've and got the machine. And that's where the conversation also starts. So sometimes in these, you know, days and ages, everybody's saying it's so hard to find good help and good work and find good, yeah. you know, uh, staff. staff. So when all. I've been at restaurants and the server, and I understand they've got too many tables. They barely have time to talk to you. Yeah. I get it. They barely yeah. have time to get the food to you. Then you get to the bill time yeah. and then they're waiting. And then all of a sudden it's like, so what are you guys up to today? Mm. How was your day? <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Yeah. And I was like, you're talking to me now? So I said, you know, after she walked away, after the survey, I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. During tip time, she's conversing with me. Yeah. And then my 12-year-old goes, well, maybe did you think about she doesn't want to make it awkward while she's just standing here while you're paying? That's true. That's that's a good point. But I've noticed that as well. Like uh, servers just start talking to you when, when the they're bill about comes. to get paid. Yeah. Tip time. Yeah, so that's maybe, yeah, maybe. So I, just I was to trying to listen to my 12-year-old, but now should I listen to you? My 12-year-old is trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think you should move to Europe. <laughs> That's the answer. No tip. Bye. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. Is this a friend fail? Nira. <laughs> Nira. Holly. Friend fail. Here's the story. Okay. I can't wait to hear it because I don't even know what I did. So great. It's awesome. Nira walked into the control room, which is where we broadcast the show from mm -hmm. two mornings ago. Yes. And whenever she walks in, I always say, what's up? Or like, how's it going? Mm -hmm. And please keep in mind, it's at a god awful hour. It's early. It's dark. We haven't had coffee yet. No. You know, so it how how the first interaction goes between you and I, <laughs> let's just say it can set the tone. Okay, yeah, I can okay? set the stage, set the tone. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So two mornings ago, I'm like, yeah, she walks yeah. in, she's like, how's it going? She's like, everything and nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, dude. No, she said, what's up? 
What's up? What's up? Okay, reenact. Okay, she walks in. She's got her hood on, by the way. Yes, totally. An oversized black <laughs> jacket hood on. Yes. Holding a thousand purses. I don't know what is wrong with you, why you need so much crap here. Anyway, she comes in. I'm like, hey, what's up? Everything. Nothing. I'm like, dude, I don't know how to be your friend. Friend fail. Friend fail. Because, like, seriously, what do you want from me? Yeah, well, Where do I focus? Where do I go? What can I possibly say? It was an honest answer. Uh, and like you stated, our first interaction has a lot to do with what the tone of the morning will be, what we're going to set as a stage. Mm-hmm. I straight up gave you honesty, which I think is so important in a healthy relationship. Okay, but I've told you I'm not equipped. <laughs> I'm not equipped to handle it most of the time. Especially for us when we spend a lot of time talking to each other. God, so much. Right? Yes. So by me saying, you're like, what's up? I'm like, I don't know, everything? I don't know, nothing? Oh and, like, and I said it like that. And I said it, and then I said, all at the same time. Like, so pick what you want. Oh my God. And you chose the nothing, which is fine. I thought I was doing a really impressive friend thing. I gave you the choice. Do you want everything or do you want nothing? Because all of it is happening right now. Everything right. is up. And nothing is up. I can make both of them happen for you. Which one do you want this morning? But nothing. You went with nothing. Because I I don't know what to do with you sometimes. That's fine. That's fine. Because nothing angers you more than when someone doesn't ask you a question back. <laughs> like this. And you know, Nira, it's like, you better ask her a question back because it takes you off, which is fair. So okay. then I'm like, okay, she said everything. Nothing. Okay. No, you so didn't, right away. You didn't ask a question back. You no. commented. I you seriously commented. was shocked. Which I was, was like, fine. I don't know what you want from me. And you straight up were like, okay, okay. All right. So Processing. Uh, yeah, okay. Processing. And you left it at that, and we left it at that. And yeah. then whatever. Then I went on. I know. Thank God it p- passed. <laughs> thank God it passed. Yeah, but I just, it gave you an idea. Clearly, I'm trying to let you know I'm overwhelmed. Right. But at the same time, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. So it's everything happening. I'm super overwhelmed. Lots going on. Mm. But it's okay. Cool. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all that meant. We're here. We're together. We're going to make it happen. It's good. Can't you just say fine? No, I hate like, fine. Going? What's up? Fine is so boring. Fine is so minuscule. Fine is too surface. Is that what you want from me? Yes. <laughs> all the time. No. Holly and Nira.